I need a refill. <laughs>Welcome back, refillers. What's going on? It's your boy, DTF Nation, Dylan Thomas Fields. We are here with another episode of Refill and Chill. What's been up, you guys? Um, I've seen a couple things lately. Can't wait to talk about it. Uh, We got a great interview later on in the episode featuring my good friend, Laura Sprouse. Uh, But until then, let's dive right in. So I just saw The Suicide Squad. I watched it on HBO Max. As these uh, streaming services are putting out new movies, I'm enjoying that, watching it from home. Even though I love the theater experience, you know I'm going to be the first one to say that I'll choose the theater over sitting at home any day. But uh, I also like saving money. So Suicide Squad. I was kind of indifferent from watching it. But then when I watched it, I'm like, holy crap, this was amazing. So for anyone who doesn't know, the Suicide Squad was remade. Um, there's still Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. That was great to see her again. But boy, did I have fun with these new characters like King Shark, Peacemaker, Bloodsport, um, Polka Dot Man, Ratcatcher 2, uh, and then the little cameo. Well, I wouldn't call it cameo because he did have a couple lines, but seeing Pete Davidson as Blackguard, um, it was funny watching him get his head blown off towards the beginning of that. Um, but anyways... Sylvester Stallone played King Shark, and I think he was kind of who stole the show, much like Groot or Baby Yoda. Um, King Shark was my ultimate favorite, and then I loved the Weasel. The Weasel was great. Um, I think John Cena played a real good role as the Peacemaker, but I don't know. There's kind of like a – he's very – just I don't know. He's a bit much. And I heard there's a rumor that there's going to be a Peacemaker spinoff show. I'm not too excited about that. But much like how I felt about like Falcon and the Winter Soldier or WandaVision, I'd be great to see a spinoff. And if it do well, um, you know, I'll be all for it. So, anyways, Harley Quinn stole the show as always. She does a great job in everything she's been in. I love Margot Robbie. Uh, but I'm not going to dive into the plot because if you haven't seen it yet, don't want to spoil it. Let's dive over to Don't Breathe 2. That movie was insane. Uh, My roommate and my bro and I, we all went to, my bros and I, I should say, uh, we all went and saw Don't Breathe 2 in the theaters. And what a film. A little confused at first, like, what's going on in the plot. But ultimately, lots of action. It reminded me of some uh, Saw, like, gore. And that's always one of my favorite things in scary movies is the gore. Just because it's so interesting how filmmakers can recreate something as crazy as gouging your eyes out and the just it just looks like straight jelly and blood just going down your face. Sorry to anyone with a weak stomach, but that's what I like. And uh, overall, the movie ended in a way I didn't see coming. Um, over, I mean, the movie was okay. For a scary movie to be a sequel, it was okay. Um, but hey, let's jump ships to music. I'd like to go into what I've been sipping on lately. I have been listening to <clears throat> a lot of, and it's going to be funny, a lot of Seether. I don't know if you guys remember Seether, like Remedy, Fake It, uh, for anyone who listens to rock, 
But Seether came out with an EP called the uh, Purgatory EP. And there's a few good tracks on there, like What Would You Do and Wasteland. Wasteland was actually on their last album that came out in August. Uh, so a little interesting to see why they put that on there now. Um, other than that, though, I've been listening to some Casey Musgraves, uh, the new Jack Harlow. Anybody know who Cooper Allen is? If you don't, Cooper Allen is kind of like an up-and-coming country artist who got big based on his TikTok videos of doing like country remixes to pop or rock or rap songs. And um, he has a song out called Too Soon. And it's just talking about like taking it slow, but like I can't take it slow with you. It's never too soon with you, whatever. Really relatable with my life right now. Um, doing a lot of house music like Medusa. Um, that's about it right now. Also, just doing my podcasts all the time. I love listening to um, This American Horror Story. That might have been my – I think that was my number one show last year. Either that or it was uh, Star Wars Theory. But Friends from Work, it's an unofficial Marvel podcast. Love listening to that. Pardon My Take by Barcel Sports. That's all I've been listening to lately. It's insane. Um, It's just fun. I love the boys when they're just sitting there talking about sports because I don't – pay attention to like ESPN or anything. So when I hear these guys talk about it, it's kind of cool. So anyways, other than that, I've been watching bachelor in paradise, really looking forward to this season. That's always been my favorite of the three shows between bachelor, bachelorette and bachelor in paradise. Um, that's about it because there's no, Oh, what if, um, yeah, tune into my Marvel Mondays for what if content and other Marvel talk, but I really have been enjoying what if, so if you haven't hopped on the train yet, I recommend you do. Episode 2 just dropped. We should be getting episode – well, we will be getting episode 3 tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> I kind of want to dive into Kanye West for a minute. <laughs> I don't know if anyone really knows what Kanye West ever is doing in his life, but it's insane to watch him from the stands, I guess. You know what I mean? Like from the sidelines. Um Anytime I hear a release date for an album of his, I just say, okay, like I take that with a grain of salt because it's never the correct date. Um, he's been pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. I mean, geez, I remember the last two albums we pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. But what what is he doing? What is going on with him staying in that football stadium? It's like a million a day, I heard. Um, his room looks like a prison cell, and that dude does not show his face. He's back in his mask phase i don't get why he does what he does but he's a creative genius i cannot wait to hear the tracks i've been waiting i know there's videos out there on youtube there's leaks there's whatever but i'm not gonna listen until it is out and completely done i know he's very very specific on his you know making sure that his album is just right before he releases it he's very particular he's very anal um cannot wait to hear donda but you guys I just finished Outer Banks 2 a couple weeks ago. What an incredible ride. Outer Banks 2 was by far the f most fun I've had watching a show. It's probably since I saw Outer Banks Season 1. Um, I, I, John B. is great, but I think JJ stole the show this season. He really put it out there. Um, Sarah Cameron, we love her to death. But Poke for Life... Won't give away the plot because you may not have seen it yet, but I recommend watching Outer Banks. There will be a season three. That's all I'm going to say. Um, 
But yeah, so you guys, we're going to take a little ad break. And when we come back, we have a very special guest, Laura, coming on to talk about the double feature preview from American Horror Story. And now it's time for a very special guest, my good friend, Laura. I've brought her on today to talk all things AHS, AH stories, and impeachment, which is the next session of American Crime Story. Laura, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad to be back. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Um, I'm really getting excited about American Horror Story Season 10. We've been waiting almost, what, two years now? It's probably been two years, exactly. It feels like it, yeah. Um, since 1984, Season 9, which... Yeah. That was my first season ever, which is still crazy to me that, you know, that took me that long to watch American Horror Story. Um, aside from that, we were blessed with American Horror Stories this year. So I kind of want to go into that first before we dive into season 10. Um, American Horror Stories was an anthology series that was a spinoff, and we were able to get seven episodes out of that this um, season. What did you think of this premiere season of this new show? I didn't know what to expect at first. I was under the impression that it was just going to be like, two to three episodes each on the mini stories. I didn't think it'd be one episode per mini story, but I really liked it. And I'd like to see where they would go with this in the future with more stories. Yeah. I remember when we had talked back in October, I believe it's been that long. um, We were just discussing like our thoughts on stories and I thought it was going to be more like Bloody Mary. And um, we thought it was going to be just a little different than what we ended up getting. But aside from any, um, theories you had or any thoughts or wishes you had going into this were you satisfied with how the season turned out i was honestly i really liked how it turned out there were a couple episodes that i kind of wish i could see being brought into like a longer mini series almost just because i feel like they were kind of rushed at times were there any episodes that you wish could be made into an actual full season uh yes feral was one of them and i'm gonna botch it ball be a apostrophe a l ball (laughs) yeah the demon character that one was so good i really i billy lord killed it so that was the main reason i loved that episode um but let's just go in from the start we had a two-part premiere with rubber woman part one and part two and that focused on a family who moved into the murder house and we got a couple easter eggs um it was a big callback to season one of murder house um I won't give anything away. You won't either, just for the sake of our listeners who may not have seen it. But um, we dive right into the drive-in episode, which was my favorite. Drive-in was my personal favorite. Um, that's the one I would ask for a full season if they could go forward, uh, just because they left it on kind of a broad spectrum at the very end. Um, it reminded me of uh, that video game Left 4 Dead. Yep, a little bit. so fun. Yeah. Um, for anyone who hasn't watched it, uh, if you watch this movie, it was so psychologically screwed up that it ended up turning you into a zombie somehow. So that was insane. The best part about it, though, was we got to see um, <clears throat> one of my favorite characters, John Carroll Lynch, who had played Mr. Jingles. I was a big Jingles fan. I know. You would not stop talking about Jingles. But he was also Twisty the Clown, which was amazing. And uh, he's played other roles. And uh, I'm looking forward to a possible future of that. Uh, episode four was the naughty list where we got our killer Santa Claus, but that was kind of hyped up. I thought it was going to be more about Santa Claus and it ended up just being about that frat boy live, like YouTube, that like influencer content. Favorite episode. It just, yeah. I felt like it 
dragged on so long and i was like okay this is really cringeworthy yeah i wasn't very excited about that episode either um it actually took me a while to like finish it i started and i was like eh, i don't know how i feel about it but uh at the end of the day once they actually started getting killed um exciting. <laughs> yeah but I won't spoil the rest of it. So, yeah, we dive into Ball, the fifth episode with Billy Lord playing a woman who's trying to get pregnant with her husband and are having issues. So they get a, a – what is it called? A fertility, like, totem. And yeah. they seek help to try to get, you know, pregnant. This long- episode reminded me the most of, like, the older original yeah. American Horror Story seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, the intro was just so, like, just – grungy and spooky yeah loved it it reminded me of i mean just because of her but it reminded me of coven a little bit just Mm -hmm. like with the witchcraft and like the dark magic like i thought we would see papa legma in this i know um i've been waiting all like the whole season just to see you know past characters that we would see but we only got a couple throughout uh episode six was feral you know they go into the woods and they are camping and the family who is there their son gets abducted and we got we go on a uh, park wide search for the little boy and there are these ferals or inbred humans it reminded me of have you ever seen the movie wrong turn yes oh okay my God, that so good. yeah so bruce and i used to watch those and i don't know why bruce loves them so much but um west virginia inbreds straight up <laughs> um this is what it reminded me of, mm-hmm. but this episode basically stated that, like, in the national park system, that inbreds live there. Dude, I ended up on that side of TikTok not too long ago about, mm-hmm. like, the stuff actually happening. And really? It really intrigued me, and so when I saw this episode, I was like, oh. Oh, wow. So I haven't seen that. See this happen. Um, we conclude the season with an episode called Game Over, where we return to Murder House again, um, and it's supposed to be... I mean, it, it kind of screwed with my mind because twice I thought it was really go- what was really going on was happening, but it ended up being in a video game. So this mother created a video game for her son, and it was like an escape from Murder House. But like the entire time, you think like the real story, or you think that what's going on in the video game is the real story. But I won't give it away for anybody else. Uh, Noah Cyrus makes her acting debut, and it was amazing. Um, I really like the Cyrus family. So that was cool to see her. Um, she's been a longtime American Horror Story fan. And she said, like, the only way she'd join, like, an acting career would be, like, if she could do, like, something in the American Horror Story franchise. So that was dope to see her um, lucky enough into this. But we got Dylan McDermott back as Dr. Harmon. Um, we saw Jamie Brewer as Addie. That was cool. Um, that was probably really it for our cameos. There was... For some reason, Twisty the Clown and Piggy Piggy, we they made an appearance, but um, it wasn't our good friend uh, who played Twisty the Clown <clears throat> in the past seasons, uh, John Carroll Lynch. It was just a stunt double who I think it was just cheaper to do it that way. But mm-hmm. all in all, I really liked it. They have already stated that there's going to be a second season. I kind of liked that it was a Hulu only thing just because like, you know, everything's kind of moving to that streaming platform basis anyways. But um, yeah, I I hope that the next season carries on and, you know, they continue to be creative and have some new original ideas. Uh, I definitely hope we steer away from modern day stuff, like the whole influencer stuff. Mm -hmm. It it reminded me of like, it was trying to relate to Logan Paul and like him in the suicide forest in Japan. I think it was in Japan. Um, 
I'm looking more for like real horror, not. Or like the old tales. Like yeah. Bloody Mary. Yeah, I thought we were gonna get that. So that's. That would be really fun to see. Yeah. See how they would put their take on it. Well, maybe that's what we get in the second season. Or I would even be happy if we had continuations of these episodes. Like, if we were to get a sequel to Ball or a sequel to Feral. I mean, mm-hmm. that'd be sweet. Um, to tie it together, but. Let's transition over to American Horror Story. We have American Horror Story Season 10 double feature, which is um, going to be two parts. It is going to be Red Tide, which is going to take place by the sea, and Death Valley, which will take place by the sand. And from what I've read, Red Tide will be six episodes, and Death Valley will be four episodes, ten episodes total. Um. All the marketing has just been this battle between aliens and what I'm calling sirens. I don't know. They kind of look like Nosferatu <laughs> I can see it. with big teeth. Um, but, hey, we're going to get some returning cast members like Francis Conroy, Lizzie Grossman, Billy Lord, Sarah Paulson, Evan Peters. It's an incredible cast. I mean, our favorites like Lily Rabe, Finn Whitrock, uh, John Carroll Lynch. Macaulay Culkin's making his debut in the American Horror Story franchise. That's going to be awesome. Um, I'm just looking forward to everything. But from what we know right now, do you have any theories on what Season 10 could be about? Absolutely not. Because my original theory is not even close to what the season's looking like. I was honestly under the impression that it was going to be about Kit. From season two, Asylum, when he got abducted oh, okay. by aliens, I thought this was gonna touch base on that. Mm-hmm. No, that's clearly not gonna happen. No, I know. Once we saw aliens, I thought the same thing. But I've waited for an alien return in the franchise since then, and I'm glad it's finally here. I'm just curious how they're even gonna do it. Um, we definitely have not seen any alien content yet because that's going to be the second half of the season for Death Valley. But from what we've seen in Red Tide. Um, it looks like they're in a, a town like Provincetown in like uh, the New England area. And Finwit Rock, who has played Dandy in the past, he is a writer. Uh, and his wife is Lily Rabe, who has been our good friend. I'm so excited to see oh. how her character plays out. Yep, just say her name, Misty Day. Oh, mm, love her. Yeah, I can't wait to see her. Um, they have a daughter, and I think she's pregnant. And we're going to see the struggle of him trying to become a successful writer. It reminds me of The Shining because Jack goes insane writing this book um, when they're in Colorado. So I feel like there's going to be some elements of The Shining. There's going to be elements of – did you ever see that movie with um, – who plays um, – oh, what's her name? She's a she's a big AHS character. She plays um, in Coven. Emma Roberts? No, 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 no. Um, the older woman who not not our what's her name what's her name what's her name she plays um mama in waterboy she's been in like almost every um every season kathy bates that's not who i was thinking of but oh yes. really <laughs> uh have you ever seen her movie that was uh, a part of one of the stephen king movies i don't think i have really it was um Boy, what was it called? Misery, 1990. Mm-mm. So this famed novelist, uh, he was a successful author, and uh, he's traveling, 
and he's caught in a blizzard and his car goes off the road while a nurse finds him and brings her back to her home in this remote area and like she won't let him leave and she wants him to like keep writing and um she like insists he can't get out of bed until he writes a new novel and it's like insane so it reminds me of like just like being cabin fever you're just writing you're typing whatever mm-hmm. um i'm looking for elements of that i mean it's just that's just horror I in general see the similarities there though yeah just from the trailer that we've seen mm-hmm. um but if you haven't seen the trailer for american horror story season 10 go check it out on youtube um we are less than a week away by the time this airs it will be tomorrow at the 25th we're already almost there um but what else laura let me ask you this do you have any favorite cast members that you're excited to see? Frances Conroy. Yeah? I'm so excited to see her back. I loved her in Murder House. Yeah. That's when I was obviously introduced to Moira. her. Moira. Mm-hmm. But um, Lily Rabe. Oh. Just because of, you know, our love for her. Yeah. And, like, she always brings her characters to life. Like, honestly, you can't help but fall in love with every character she's done. Yeah. You just get, like, a really soft spot for in your heart. You're like, oh, I want this character to live no matter what's happening. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to them as well, but I'm really excited to see Evan Peters back since he took his break uh, from, well, from Apocalypse because he didn't star in 1984. But uh, Macaulay Culkin, I'm actually really excited to see him on screen i'm excited to see how that plays out too i mean i've i don't think i've really watched a movie of him since home alone if i'm being honest Same. and i don't even think i've seen the two after the original well the third one he's not in but um well, the second great. one the second one was great i like that we get to see sarah paulson again you know she took a break also from 1984 uh but she was also very busy with ratchet and Oh, I uh, loved that. Which I like that Finn Whitrock was in that too because I'm excited to see how he – this might be his best role since Dandy. Um, I mean, I'm excited to see how he does. Leslie Grossman is a returning member. She's been here since Colt, which is my favorite season. Um, and then obviously Billy Lord, our, she's my princess. Uh, not Princess Leia, but princess. We love Billy. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have any other theories. I think that – we're going to see a struggling uh, author who's going to do anything he can to become successful, which could even be selling his soul to the devil. Ooh, yeah, you know, I mean, that could get in him. And I think what we'll see is, have you ever seen the Amityville Horror? Yes. So he ends up killing his family because he's going crazy. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're going to see here. I think he's going to end up trying to kill his family just because he's lost his mind. Um, that'd be sweet. But they might try to blame it on maybe what's going on around them like the sirens or maybe aliens are i don't know maybe they'll make it more um dark magic like hell or it might be aliens um i'm going in open-minded because i don't know you don't know either nobody really knows except for ryan murphy and his team but i'm looking forward to it a lot um obviously this is one of my favorite franchises now mainly because of you and blake turning me on to it last well two years ago now holy mm-hmm. shit um, but let's shift gears. We're still sticking with our good friend, Ryan Murphy impeachment two weeks from now. Well, 
by the time this comes out, it might be, yeah, still two weeks. September 7th, we are getting Impeachment, American Crime Story. It is the third, I would call it the third season of American Crime Story. We had The People versus OJ and then Versace. Um, what do you think about that? I'm excited because, okay, I didn't watch the Versace one yet. Oh. But I watched The People versus OJ and I really liked it. You'll like Versace better. Like really? People versus OJ was excellent, but it was a little slow. Mm-hmm. Versace was f- like just nonstop, mm-hmm. and it's okay. on Netflix. You gotta watch it. It's great. Um, I'm mainly excited about impeachment just because I love learning about just like secrets and uh, things that go on in our government. So I think it's cool that we're gonna finally get to see just like from their perspective of what happened with Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. Um, I've always thought that the Clintons were shady. Especially with like the you know conspiracy theories on Pizzagate with Hillary and then just the overall Epstein business, mm-hmm. knowing that they were friends, a uh, little shady, but I'm looking forward to it. Sarah Paulson's making her return in that as well. So excited to see her. Uh, I'm always a fan of I her. I love her in everything. Everything. Being yeah, everything. She doesn't. She does not fail. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, moving on from the Ryan Murphy <laughs> universe. I want to conclude the show with the three famous big gulps. It's been a while since we've done some big gulps, and I'm excited to dive into these with you. Um, the first big gulp, is there a show that was canceled that you would reverse? Absolutely. I mean, there's a ton, but one that sticks out the most to me, I honestly don't know if it's been canceled or if it's just on a different channel or streaming service, but Escaping Polygamy. Okay. I've been so intrigued in like cults and anything that has to do with like really weird culty shit. Yeah. For years. Yeah. Same. And I loved watching these girls who escaped go and help other girls try and get out of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's gross, but it's so intriguing at the same time. Yeah. Everybody used to make fun of me for it, but like that was like my biggest guilty pleasure to watch. It was just so fun. If I had to cancel a show, or if I had to re- <laughs> if I had to reverse cancel a show, it would be this show called Zoo. You ever heard of it? I don't think I have. Um, it follows a group of scientists who are looking for a cure to this disease that's going around to these animals that are making them like um, superior. If that makes sense, like hmm. the animals take over the world and we become the inferior. So there's like a uh, a vaccination that they have to create that will save the animals or you know remove whatever is harming the animals' brains that make them like just absolutely wild. Um, they travel all around the world looking for different variations of this that they could fix. Um, it carried on for a few seasons and then it just ended up like abruptly getting canceled. When, which when was this out? Mm. Was it like a Netflix show? No, it was on it was on TV like uh, either CBS or NBC. Um, I mean, it had not some like well known character uh, actors. It was on CBS from twenty fifteen to twenty seven or seventeen. We had three seasons. Dude, I've never even heard of this. Yeah, um, one of the main people that you might recognize is Billy Burke. He was one of the main characters. He, uh, you ever seen the movie Lights Out? No, but I've seen Twilight. Yeah, he plays 
Charlie Swan. No, that's yeah. I know. Um, I'm obsessed with that. Yeah, he was he was amazing. He's like the main character, except for Jackson Oz, who's played by this fellow who looks like um, Josh Peck, in my opinion. Oh, I can see um, it. But all in all, there's this. Um, you might know this guy. Um, his name is Nanzo Anonzi. He played Abraham. He's in a few uh, things like Game of Thrones and. Uh, sweet. He's in the new series Sweet Tooth on Netflix. Um, mm, I don't know it. Either way, great show. I love science fiction and I love animals. So putting the two together and in this wacky, like I wouldn't say post-apocalyptic, apocalyptic, but like it was kind of like that world where what if the animals took over and then wiped out half of our population? Like it was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it just stopped abruptly and I was really disappointed after it was canceled. So that would be mine. Um, watch you yeah you have to it's so great Our, okay big gulp number two which lyrics or a specific line from a specific song speaks to you this is hard really hard but um black his song switch mm-hmm. i don't know why this, this line has stuck with me the most but it's small town girl now she all famous i don't mm-hmm. know it gets me going like it's just a reminder that no matter where you're from, you can make it in, in whatever you do either. Like, whenever I'm in a rut, I just find myself, like, I hum those lyrics. And I'm like, yeah, I got this. I don't know why I'm stressing. Not even in terms of being famous either. Just trying to be successful in whatever I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. And I get that. Um, and you'll make it. We'll all make it. I, I have to. I don't have any other choice. <laughs> Um, right now in the life I'm living, I'm living like, I'm living high right now. Like things are really great right now. So I've been listening to a lot of Florida George line just cause it's summertime. And one song that's been speaking to me is just good to me. Uh, they say, and it's really cliche, but he says, might've had to learn the hard way, had my share of hard days. How the hell I ever make it through all that. It must've been a reason. And I can't ever think that God's been good to me. So, like, you know, when my windows are down and I'm just riding down the freeway and I'm just like, man, like, life's been really good to me lately. Um, it's kind of cool to relate to that song just because, like, I don't know who to thank, but, I mean, everything's kind of working out the way mm-hmm. it's supposed to right now. So that would probably be mine. I like it. But to <laughs> completely combat that, my boy Machine Gun Kelly always gets me going – with his lyrics uh he had one song and i'm going to completely forget the song um but back in his rapping days he had a line of a song that said there always there's always a little rain before the rainbow and i hold that to my heart no matter what's going on in life because nothing's ever going to come easy you're going to face obstacles so there's always a little rain before the rainbow I like it. It's a good way of thinking. And as I mentioned earlier in this episode, um, his new song, Paper Cuts, I'm, I'm just like hooked on it right now. And I mean, he's just got just one-liners like, hello world, you fucking suck. So as much as, as, much as God's been good to me, there's still days where I'm just like, you suck. <laughs> and, uh, you know, everybody's so nice lately. Everybody's not nice. Uh, I don't know. I just I take stuff like that to heart because you know that as much as life's been good, 
there's still days where I'm just like, gosh, like, what am I doing? Like, things do suck. And I try to just get past that because at the end of the day, life is good. No rain, no flowers. Gosh, it's poetic. What can I say? Um, so let's move on. So, big gulp number three, Laura. In your opinion, which artist has been the most controversial this year? See, when I hear controversial, I automatically go to who has been doing poorly in the media's eye. Mm -hmm. And I have to go with DaBaby. I don't know what he's done entirely. I have not kept up with it. I just know that every single time I see him on Twitter trending or anything, it's never anything good following it. Yeah, he did have those um, homophobic comments, and he ended up getting removed from the Lollapalooza lineup. So that was huge. Um, I just have to go back to Lil Nas X and how he had his Satan shoes earlier in the year, and then mm-hmm. him and Jack Harlow dropped that iconic Don't song. Get me started on that. That's so oh. good. Industry Baby is so good, but I think the world just doesn't want to see him succeed because he's a black gay man. I agree, and it's sad because he is so talented. Yeah, I love everything he's done he has not missed Same. yet every single music video he's put out it is so creative like you can't yeah. knock it he is amazing at what he's doing yeah i think he genuinely inserts crack psychologically into his music because I everything agree. he puts out is so good and it's so addicting um he, he's gonna be one of the most successful artists of our generation in my opinion but he's still controversial just because of what mm-hmm. goes on um, I mean, he was talking about how there's a lawsuit Nike and how he's going to prison, and it was a complete freaking joke. I know. And then his music video was him going to prison. <laughs> I love that video. Yeah. I, my favorite parts when they're all out in like the the yard with mm-hmm. the lights on and they're all dancing. Yeah. I love that. I think my favorite part's just Jack Harlow. I just love Jack. But thanks to Blake. <laughs> um, do you have any other artists that were controversial this year? I mean. Everything's been revolved around Britney. I was just going to say that. Free Britney. Uh, Britney is finally free. Thank God. I have felt so bad for her. The yeah. world did her so dirty. Fuck yeah, dude. We got Britney back. Um, yeah. that's that, that was what I was going to say. But I don't know much more than just that she's free. So um, with that being said, Laura, thank you for coming on, catching up, talking a little about HHS, AH stories, impeachment, and more. Um, it was really great catching up. Can't wait to do this again. Can't wait to actually hang out outside of texting. And- I know, same. <laughs> but I can't wait to text you each week during the episodes. And oh, yeah. Talk about it like we did with the last one. Every time AHS comes out, it's going to be just a constant battle of theories and thoughts. So I'm looking forward to it. But if you guys like what you heard today, please head to iTunes and leave a review. Follow us on Spotify, Google Play, on apple podcasts and just follow me on instagram at dtf nation you can follow laura at laura underscore sprouts and until next time my refillers i'll see you later chill out dickwad